0: Welcome to Beneath Your Beautiful, where guests share stories of adversity and perseverance, which inspire, encourage, and challenge us. We embrace these tough conversations, intimately exploring our loves, fears, and hopes with a delicious combination of depth and lightness.
1: I'm Kara Goodwin, and I am a meditation coach. I host retreats. I'm the host of the Meditation Conversation podcast. And I really just get so much joy from helping people to shift into a higher version of themselves or another way to think of it is to deepen that connection that they have to a more expanded version of
0: themselves. And that's through meditation.
1: That's the primary tool that I use. Yes,
0: is meditation. And so everybody seems to know now that you need meditation and yet the people who haven't ever tried it are scared to try it or what do I do? I can't not think, of course, that's not how it goes. But so can you explain what meditation is?
1: Yeah, that's a great question because a lot of people do misunderstand it. It really is just calming our minds, trying to get into a place of stillness. There are techniques and practices that help us do that. And a lot of them involve sitting quietly and engaging with the breath and doing different techniques that help us to rein in our thoughts. And some of the times the problem is people have, and I was like this before I really learned how to do it. I tried doing it and I just sat down and tried not to think. And I was terrible at it. I was like, oh my God, I'm the worst meditator. And then I would give it up because I'm like, I'm not getting anything from this. And it wasn't really until I got a teacher and I learned techniques Mm -hmm. that I really started to be able to get a lot from meditation. But some people, you know, get into a meditative state even in other ways. So I have a friend who's a musician, and when she starts playing, she just feels this current flowing through her. And that is like a moving meditation for her. It gets her into a higher state of mind. There are athletes who, you know, once they're running in mile four or something, you know, they start to hit, you know, they get over that hump and then they enter into a zone. Yeah. You know, it's not exactly meditation, but it's really, you know, meditation as a practice is kind of sitting there and utilizing techniques, but it's really about touching a deeper part of ourselves and, and starting to experience ourselves beyond the hustle and bustle and beyond all the thoughts that come in all day long.
0: Is there a difference if it's guided meditation or you're just with yourself or does it matter how long it is? Well, you're going to have
1: different results with different things that you try. So guided meditations can be so awesome. It can make it easier to get out of your own way because you're not having to think like, oh, what do I do next? Where do I want to go today? What do I want to focus on? You know, you can put something on and let somebody guide you and then you're just kind of flowing in that current with them. Different techniques will help you achieve different things. And there are all different kinds of things that we can do with meditation in terms of, you know, some people really just need to focus on calming their mind and activating the parasympathetic part of the nervous system so that they're not in that fight or flight. Mm. And that's a really big part of their practice. That's kind of the low hanging fruit with meditation. It's kind of an easy starting point. A lot of times when people start with that goal in mind, over time, if they're diligent with it, it will develop into, you know, where they're hitting other areas of their lives, you know, their relationships are improving, the way that they view themselves, their self confidence is improving, and, and they start to hit these other parts of themselves that they didn't recognize before. In terms of the duration, you're really going to get a different result if you do it five minutes or 30 seconds versus an hour. However. Uh, that can be positive or negative in terms of the results. So if you're brand new, and somebody's telling you to go jump in the deep end, and you don't know how to swim yet, that's going to be a very frustrating experience, because an hour is a long time for most people to meditate. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have any training in how to reel in your thoughts, that you're going to be fighting yourself for an hour. And I don't really think that that's a good way to set yourself up. So. I recommend if you're just starting, start with like five minutes, let it be guided, try to make it as easy on yourself as you can and build up. And yes, if you can build yourself up to a half an hour or an hour, you're going to be able to get into a much deeper state because it's just as an example that has popped into my mind just now in the nineties, there were these pictures that looked like television static. And you had to stare at them for a while and eventually an image would pop out of that static and it became this 3D image. So if you just look at it for like five seconds, you're going to be like, Oh, there's nothing there. It's just static. You know, mm-hmm. you really had to sit with it. You had to change how you were looking at it. You had to be patient with it and try different things. Eventually you were rewarded with these dolphins jumping out at this poster or whatever, you know, was there. And it was like, oh, my gosh, it's been there the whole time. Meditation is like that. Like if you're going to sit down for 30 seconds, you can get tuned into your breath. You can get some relief in terms of stress reduction just by focusing on the breath and just for 30 seconds. But you're really going to be able if you take the time to deepen your practice, you're going to get more treasures.
0: How did you get started in this?
1: Well, I was always drawn to meditation. It was one of those things that like whenever I read an article or something would catch my eye about meditation, there always seemed there was just something intriguing about it. But like I said, I would try and I didn't know what I was doing. So I would stop because I'm a modern person. I have children. I have a husband. I had like a corporate job. And so it was all I could do to find those few minutes to sit down and try to meditate. And when I didn't, you know, I felt frustrated with it. So it didn't stick around. But a few years ago, my life really flipped upside down in a series of a very short time. So from starting from the beginning of May until the end of November, my sister-in-law passed away. And like less than three weeks later, our dog was put down. And then my stepdad had to have a really delicate and a surgery on his spinal column. And we didn't know what the outcome of that was going to be. My mother-in-law, you know, mourning the death of her daughter was hit by a motorbike while she was crossing the streets. She was in the hospital in recovery for a long time. And my stepmom ended up in the ICU and eventually had a heart transplant by Thanksgiving of that same year. So All of those things, like each of those things was a big deal. But to have them all happen in such a quick succession, we were living in Italy at the time for my husband's job. And like every time the phone would ring, it was like devastating news, not just like, oh, that's too bad. Oh, what a shame. You know, it was like, oh, my God, you have got to be kidding me. How is this happening? Yeah. And so through that experience, I really started to search for something because it wasn't just that that was a stressful time. I almost couldn't trust my life anymore. And I was like, there must be some reason that I'm put through this. There must be something more. And I really just had this desire to deepen my understanding of life at a higher level, you know, and not kind of just take everything on the surface and. I just felt that meditation was the answer. And so I just went searching. I started opening myself up and to learning it and kind of asking inwardly, like, show me how to take these steps, show me where to go. Because I, again, I was in Italy. I had tried very, very hard and actively to learn the language and I could get by. But once meditation came on my radar, I went to a few like gatherings to try to learn some live things and they were all in Italian. And it became, it was such a barrier for me to be able, it's like, okay, it needs to be in English. I started having a list of like, okay, I really want to learn this, but there are like requirements, you know, to make it easy. And so things started falling into place. And what began as just a coping mechanism in terms of getting the techniques down, trying to to fit the practice into my day ultimately became a really important part of my life and deepening that connection to myself beyond the physical, beyond the emotional, beyond my thoughts to something deeper and higher became just the the most important thing in my life.
0: I like that to find something deeper and higher, you have to go inside. Yes, that you have the answers.
1: Absolutely. Isn't that something? Mm It's really interesting how that works, how we do have so much inside of us. And there is this deeper, higher part of us that's waiting for us to step into it. Mm -hmm. And there's work to be done to get to that because we don't want to do it from an egoic standpoint, like to do no inner work to kind of get through some of those traumas that we've had, the past that's still affecting us now, you know, we all carry so much with us from what we've been through. And so if we kind of don't have any training, and then we're like, Oh, my God, I'm this amazing being, which is true, you know, but there's a lot that we want to heal within us, in order to really step into that fullness of who we are.
0: What kind of things do you recommend for people for healing?
1: There's so many, so many things. I mean, meditation in and of itself can be very healing. Now, there are definitely cases where that's a lot to ask somebody because, you know, we may have been through a ton of trauma and to sit down and be like, OK, now just be still and whatever floats up, floats up and you'll be OK. You know, and it's like, well, for some people, they've been through a lot. And that's that's a lot to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk therapy can be a, a really important part of somebody's journey. There are our energy healing techniques. I do Reiki, for example, that can help to kind of clear out some of the energy and get us into a, a state of alignment from an energy perspective. It can take a lot of courage to work through that healing because it can be that things do rise up that we don't want to see. Yeah. There are techniques, there are ways that we can do that with gentleness and with preparedness. One of the really important things, which seems so simple, but when it really comes in, it can really blow your mind, is the power of the present moment and how often we aren't in the present moment, you know, how much time we spend responding you know, physically and physiologically and emotionally actually responding to things from way far in our past. Yeah. And we're bringing it into this present moment, not because we're doing something wrong, but because this can be the human experience. Likewise, we can be so afraid of that unknown future, especially if we've had a hard past, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's like, well, can I even trust what's coming? Because I've had so much to deal with in the past. But there really is the present moment can really help us to heal. And again, it can take training. When I say training, I don't mean like, I mean, you can use a coach and a teacher. Absolutely. But I just mean, again, it's like that photo where the dolphins jump out. You know, it's like if you want to be like, okay, I'll be in the present moment. Boom. Okay, there's the moment. Now it's gone. Now I'm back in my past (laughs) or clinging to that one time that I was in the present moment. By practicing and being diligent and being like now this moment, now this moment, now this moment, there's so much safety in there and we can start to build these new patterns within us of trusting in the present moment and letting that be kind of our touchstone. There is a lot of healing potential just through that.
0: How do you help people? What do you do, like online groups or what?
1: Well, actually, I just yesterday wrapped up a retreat mm-hmm. in person. In person, yeah. I'm in Indiana, so I make it in this area. With I found this amazing like spot in the middle of nature that's just so full of amazing energy, and we had an amazing group who was there. So that is like my biggest, most fulfilling way. Because you really, I mean, I definitely encourage people, I mean, come to my retreat, I would love that we do it, I'll have another one in May. But even if you can't come to mine, consider going on a retreat with somebody that you can trust and the ability to shift because you're really immersed in a different vibration and it really facilitates a change and a a shift in your perception, your mentality we were talking yesterday, everybody was like, what do I do when I go home? <laughs> you know, I don't want to get out of this vibration. What's going to happen when I go to Target? <laughs> you <know? laughs> because you feel like you're, you know, in a bubble or something. And the point is to let that, you know, it takes time to kind of let it integrate, let it really sink in to your being. But I also do host an online community called the Healing Hearth. And that is a, group where we meet weekly online, we do meditation, we have wisdom talks, there's a big meditation library for on demand videos of past meditations. And there's constant inspiration going in there. And then I do have a 21 day learn to meditate program. And you don't have to do it every day for 21 days. It's short videos that help you kind of step by step build a meditation practice. So starting from nothing and like answering some common questions and giving different techniques so you can feel in, into those and then they come with a lot of audio guided meditations. So that's really helpful too. So all of that's on my website caragoodwin.com and then I have the the podcast as well, which is the meditation conversation.
0: And do you have guests on there? Yes,
1: yes, yeah, so that's an interview format and it's it's called the meditation conversation but usually meditation is kind of a common thread but it's really more around consciousness
0: okay from
1: healing and in terms of overcoming trauma and all different kinds of things i had neil donald walsh on who's the author of conversations with god and krishna das who is a musician and lots of fun people dr jill Bolte taylor who wrote my stroke of insight Sometimes looking at things from a more scientific perspective, sometimes purely from an energetic perspective. I celebrated my 200th episode recently. So awesome. I think we're at,
0: I think this week I released like 207 or 208 or something. Oh, Congratulations. I know how big a deal that is because I'm at 90 something (laughs) and it's a lot. It is.
1: You're getting close to getting in triple digits. Yep.
0: Yep. Very exciting. Yeah. You said to find somebody you trust to do the meditation retreat. How is one person not trustworthy in this area? What would we be looking for, for somebody that you feel like is trustworthy? That is a
1: great question. For me, it can be sneaky, actually. (laughs) I guess that I'm always looking for like, who is wanting to be a guru? Like Mm -hmm. who's trying to get in between you and your own higher self, you and Who wants to intersect themselves and make it so that if you want to go further, you have to do it through them. That's a big warning sign for me because it's hooking you in. And it can be tricky because there can be spiritual truths that come with that. Most successful leaders who are using this approach are using spiritual truths. You know, I mean, if you think of Nexium, you know, I watched that documentary on um, HBO, you know, and then one of the things they say is like, nobody joins a cult. Nobody's Mm -hmm. like, hey, here's a cult. I'm going to go join that. You know, you join a community. You're looking to grow. I see. And they're using truths that you've probably heard other places. So you do. They kind of build that with you. And then over time, like the deeper you go, the more controlling it gets. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. You may not notice it right away. It might be the deeper you go into it, the more like over time, something that was really fulfilling becomes like really unhealthy. And it may still be serving a purpose for the people who aren't so deeply involved with it because they're not yet really under the control. So it's a complicated thing, but there are definitely people who are really using things like spirituality, like meditation, things that can be really healing and really imperative for your growth, but they're using it for their own agenda, which can seem really scary, but it's really just more about just being diligent and really holding everything lightly. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to try things out, but maybe don't like dive in right away and take all the programs and, and be diligent.
0: you have a mission or what's your purpose in life?
1: My biggest joy and I think a gift that I have is opening up that connection to a higher part of us. So I kind of feel like there's a connection point from the top of our head that connects us to something eternal that we are. And it can be clouded over or like disconnected or, you know, it's still, there's the connection is still going to be there, but it may be weak. It may Mm -hmm. not be influencing us and my joy and my mission or purpose or whatever, but really my deepest joy is helping to reestablish that connection or strengthen that connection so that people can remember who they really are, you know, beyond this physical temporary vehicle that we have mm-hmm. for this amazing experience that we're that we're having, which isn't to be discounted, you know, it's not to say the real stuff happens once we are no longer in these bodies. You know, I think that's another kind of misconception is that the purposeful stuff is like when we're not here because, it, you know, there we talk about this being an illusion and time and space isn't real and so on. It's like, yeah, but also like we're here, you know, we're here and we're having an important experience. So it's not to necessarily transcend the human experience, but to allow this human experience to be infused with something deeper and more eternal.
0: That's beautiful. The last four or five interviews I've done, people keep talking about vibrations, vibrations and i'm not sure that i get it but i do have to say i've never said this sentence before it's going to sound so silly but you do have a really good vibe <laughs> you have very good energy oh thank you that's very nice nice to chat with you and i can feel it through the computer screen which is nice
1: oh i really that means so much i i really appreciate it and likewise i i've been really loving listening to your podcast and I've been really looking forward to this because you have such a gentleness to you. Oh, thank you. And such an honesty. Like, I love the little things that you drop in about the experiences that you've had in your life. You've overcome so much and to find yourself where you are now and you have overcome so much and then you've surpassed, you know, so many limitations. It's really, really inspiring.
0: Oh, thanks. Well, and I want that for everybody. And that's why I'm doing the podcast, because if I can do it, I feel like anybody can. And so I'm getting all these thought leaders to help me tell people how to do it. And there's such a freedom and a peace. And so I just want that for everybody.
1: Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Keep doing it. You're almost 200. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. What a joy. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Beneath Your Beautiful, hosted by Hara Allison. And thank you for your ratings and reviews. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Stay tuned.